Every time I hear, I hear that story, I'm like, how the heck did we end up together? Same. Are you kidding? Desperate. Um. You booty texted <laughs> me. I'm not going to take all the heat on this. <laughs> I don't. I don't like 2015 Andrew. It's embarrassing. It's I heck. agree. This is more embarrassing. I thought this was going to be a fun, embarrassing story. This is really embarrassing. No, it's amazing. You were dating a teammate of mine while we had gone on a date. I remember during the engagement process feeling like my baggage made me not good enough for you to marry. Look pretty comfortable today. Wow, I like this. This is kind of like a special time for Sean and Andrew. Really? Welcome back to the show, guys. Good to have you back. Welcome to Couple Things with Sean and Andrew. A show about couples and all things. All things relationships, specifically, babe. Yes. Um, today we are going to be talking about some of our most embarrassing moments. Yeah, I as I was writing them out, I don't know if they're more so embarrassing as they are just like awkward. Huh. So. You guys, you guys tell us. Are Ew. these like embarrassing or are these just awkward? I'm we were not a smooth couple. You kind of put together this show. And so I'm sure that you made it embarrassing for one of us. No, it's here. both of us equally. Um, if you guys haven't, before we jump in, please give this show a rating and subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, thank you for listening to it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to, uh, to come here and hang out with us. Hope you're having an awesome one, but where do we start, babe? Um, I thought we would just jump right in. So the first like awkward, embarrassing story of ours is kind of a long story, but it's how we first met, if you remember this. Okay. So to give you guys a little bit of background, you know, on Andrew and I, when I went to the London Olympics in 2012, I was not competing. I was working. I had an ex-boyfriend who we were on and off and it just wasn't, he wasn't the person. Like we just didn't work. We were fire and. Thank the Lord. What is it? Fire and water? I oil guess I wouldn't and, be sitting Oil here. and water. What, we just didn't mix. Oil and water. Yeah. Um, But he had like this rule that I was not allowed to go see Taylor Finney at the Olympics, who was kind of an ex-boyfriend of mine, but really not like not really we're just really good friends but i really wanted to support him at the olympics and i really want to go to his race and it was kind of like the last straw for me with this ex-boyfriend and i was like you know what kind of like f you a little bit i'm gonna go support my friend it's the olympics uh a little explanation on that sean does have a spicy feisty side so <laughs> the f you does come out from time to time but it's only if like eff i don't go farther than that <laughs> um or it's like frick yeah. frick you yeah, every once that. in a while yeah, <laughs> um okay so i go to taylor finney's race which is usa cycling and my ex-boyfriend's pissed and he's just like whatever which unhealthy relationship right there and i'm really excited because this is a really good friend of mine we went on a date when I was 16, but like other than that, we're close friends. And it was this huge moment for him. I get to his race and I'm sitting there with his teammate named Guy East. 
And Guy is telling me all about USA Cycling. We're talking for hours because cycle, like cycling races go on forever. Yeah. Forever. And Not the greatest spectator sport, but. At the end of this race where I'm like congratulating Taylor and everyone and Guy comes up to me and he's like, you know what? You, re- you should really meet my younger brother. I think you would be great for him. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And he's like, his name's Andrew East. Just look him up, whatever. And that's kind of how we parted ways. We, I ran into Guy a couple more times over the Olympics. And he's like, you really should meet my younger brother. He just kept pushing it. Fast forward. I fly back to the United States. I'm on Dancing with the Stars. I'm living in Los Angeles. My ex is still trying to come in and out of the picture. Really unhealthy relationship. You let him, but that's a, that's I know. a story. Maybe we should talk we about. We should definitely talk about that. Exes? At some point, yeah. Let us know if you guys want to see that show. What are you looking at? Our dog. I thought it was a deer. Um, I thought it was deers. I thought it was deers. Um, okay, so I'm in LA, and my ex does something really stupid at some point. At whatever. It's, it was very dramatic. And I remember sitting in my apartment in LA with one of my friends, and we're chugging wine. Yes, I was 20. Chugging wine. Yeah. Not a good way to start the night. No. And drank a lot of it. Was definitely tipsy. And I do not support underage drinking, by the way. That was a very dumb thing for me to do. Don't ever do it, kids. And I remember my friend saying, if you could go on a date with anyone right now, who would it be? And now it's like, it's like midnight, 1 a.m. Or midnight. It's midnight. And me and my tipsy state, I'm like thinking, and I was like, huh. Well, how about this Andrew East guy? That guy East kept talking about. And. Wow. I think I reached out to you on Twitter. And over Twitter, I slid into your DMs and I was like, all I te- all I direct messaged you was come to L.A. question mark. And that was it. You were hammered at this point. Hammered. <laughs> so, and then I went to bed. Check this out, though. First of all, I had created a tweet. I was not on social media before my brother met Sean. And then he met Sean and I was like, I have to have some way to contact this chick. So I created a Twitter account. And you were, I don't think you were my first tweet because I couldn't be, you know, that needy. So you, you had were, like you put like a few second. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's embarrassing, I guess. But the night she texted me when all this wine chugging was happening. Which he was not aware of. Was my birthday. And so I'm literally going to bed after, you know, like when you're younger, I feel like you read into a lot of things and you were the last person to text me on my birthday. You texted really? me at like 11.58. Okay. And you said, come to LA, question mark. <laughs> so I'm like, I haven't heard from Sean in weeks. We had text, we had uh, texted like a couple times. I think we did one phone call. Okay, so I had your number by then. Yeah. But um, but I was like, she's she's into me. And, uh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> and so yeah. I woke up and we, I was playing football, it was in September, but we had a bye week that week before uh, <laughs> before our next game. And so I called my dad up and I was like, dad, Sean just invited, invited me to LA. I probably said "Dad, Sean Johnson just invited me to LA. Yeah. And uh, if you, but I was super pumped. If you were to meet his dad and his mom, very conservative, very 
um, cautious. Play it, play, and play it slow. Absolutely. Do things so right. Like this would be, this is a huge thing. So I call my dad. I talk to him. Um, I'm sitting in my class, my civil engineering class, and he texts me. <laughs> he's like, I just bought you a flight to LA. Go out there. So I get this text. I get my ticket. And I see that it's like an hour and a half from that point. And so I literally leave class, go pack a backpack and jump on this flight to LA. Just like not knowing what I'm getting into, but the backup plan was fortunately my brother had a bike race in Los Angeles. And so I was like, look, this doesn't work out. At least I can go hang out with guy. Um, so we get out there. I don't think we, I don't think we've talked about this ever. Um, I was well, wearing my nicest outfit that I owned, okay, which was a pair of stretchy, like, outdoor adventure shorts from North Face. Do you remember those? Yes. Khaki colored. <laughs> yes. With a button-down uh, shirt. Abercrombie shirt was Everybody's laughing. Everybody go, yeah, ha, with ha, ha, have shoes. a good time. Just enjoy yourselves, huh, my expense. No, so I. You're so cute, I had babe. to change into that fancy outfit literally behind a bush <laughs> at a best western i like walked out of the airport found this hotel i couldn't go in obviously so i like changed in the bushes oh. not kosher the bad thing about those shorts this is one of the most embarrassing things is um as i mentioned there were stretchy adventure shorts they're my favorite but the whole night i was like sitting like this and Which i realized like sitting down scrunched up i realized after the night's over like that scrunchy parts kind of accentuating not not the best part of my body you know what i'm saying mm. did you you never notice you never looked or i don't remember i don't recall sitting there looking at <laughs> your crotch okay good because if you did you would have saw you would have saw it too much probably i mean that could have been a good thing i don't know <laughs> all right as a kid i used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity and right here in our hands we have the kiwi code box which is the activity of all activities for young kids the colorful chemistry set to be specific so with drew and jet and bear we try to have really intentional playtime, and that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life i love with kiwico that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in so each box this one's the colorful chemistry set um this has to do with science but especially with bear it can be really hard with a four-month-old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old and i love in these crates they actually have cards that say here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is i love kiwico there's always something new for kids to discover like learning about the science of ice cream engineering robots or doing science experiments which our kids have loved yes. recently sean is currently holding as she said the colorful chemistry kit which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids they look forward to their new crate every month and this one kept him really engaged we got to experiment with mixing oil and water mixing different colors and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess. So it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together. 
Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-Co.com. Promo code COUPLE. I don't know about that. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> um, hold on. I have to back up a second because we're leaving out my side a little bit of waking up the next morning after having been drunk and texting Andrew and saying, come to LA question mark. And I wake up at maybe 9am, 10am. And all I get is a text message back saying on my way. And I think I cracked my pants. I was like, what? First, what have I done? Second, who is this guy who just gets a random text message at midnight saying fly across the country and he does it? Big time players. Yeah. Big time plays, Sean. I freaked out. I freaked out. And then on top of that, you got the X situation where I'm like, well, this is awkward now. Like, what what do I do? You tried to ghost us. So we go to LA. Guy (laughs) picks me up in his car and uh, we texted sean and she was not responding and we were like what a chotch you invited us out here and now you're not gonna freaking i was freaking out i was also in dress like a dress rehearsal for dancing with the stars with Derek huff all day like all day and i actually remember that day it running over because of some drama that had happened with the show and we had to like redo our our number and it was just a lot I do remember that. And I remember thinking to myself, seeing your text message of let's meet up. I remember thinking like, I do not have the energy for this. Well, let me ask you what's more important. Is it more important to win Dancing with the Stars or meet, <laughs> meet your potential future husband? I mean. Or meet your actual future husband? I didn't win That's Dancing with the Stars. So it was obviously to meet my future husband. That's right. <laughs> Runner up's pretty dang good. Uh, so I ghosted you guys like all day, all day. And then I finally got out of dress rehearsal. I think it was like five o'clock. And I was like, okay, let's meet up. And we met up at the Grove in Los Angeles. And do you want to take it from there? We had a great night. We did. As you mentioned, you were underage drinking. <laughs> I didn't do a single bad thing. <laughs> It felt like in my life until really? I met Sean. And, no, then, and then nothing. I just go on this rogue. You didn't do anything bad. <laughs> it's, an, it's an overstatement. Okay. But I had my first alcohol that night. It was my, my 21st first birthday. Alcohol. It was my, it was my, my first alcohol. I had my first alcohol. My first alcoholic drink. I had my there first drink. Sean was trying to get me hammered. I guess what goes around comes around. Well, but. I was so... I guess I'm not a trusting person, maybe, from... I should probably so have some therapy someone, for just, that. Just get them really. Well, dumb. here was my train of thought that night. So you show up. You've already sketched me out because you bought a plane ticket from a girl who basically booty texted you at midnight from across the country and you flew out to meet her. Desperate. Um, you booty texted <laughs> me. I'm not going to take all the heat on this. Fine. Then give it back. Um, so I'm a little bit skeptical and then you show up and you're like, it's my 21st birthday today. And one, I've never had a drink before. I'm like, well, you just flew across the country for a girl. So I feel like that doesn't really add up. 
I don't know. And then you're like, oh, like telling like me you're a college football player and I'd been around college football players before and I guess I stereotyped them to being partiers. And I'm like, how have you never had a drink before? And I felt like a goody two shoes and I had had a drink before and I was just like, this, this dude, nothing to add again. This a dude. And then my friend who was with us who was, she was 23, she was like buying you drinks for me. Not for me, but like, like giving you drinks from me pretty much. And you were pounding drinks and not getting drunk. And I was like, this doesn't add up either. Just to clarify that, uh, I was hammered pretty much after the first drink. <laughs> I think I just am a good actor. But uh, the most embarrassing part about this story is what happened after. So it was actually a really fun night. We tried out at the Grove in LA. There's like a, just essentially, it's like a strip mall of uh, different restaurants. And so we bounced around to like four or five different restaurants. Mm-hmm. We had crepes. It was fun. Uh, Sean didn't laugh the entire night. I don't think you smiled. You probably said a total of like three words as well. Uh, pretty cold. I do. Well, let me explain that a little bit because I've I, we've talked about this before. I think a big part of where I was in life was I just wasn't trusting people. And I had kind of, especially with Dance with the Stars and with the Olympics, I had so many people for a variety of reasons coming at me with, I guess, like just bad intentions or hidden motives. And so for me, it was always this, let's figure out what you actually want um, kind of game. And so with you, you were just like, you showed up and you're like, oh, so sweet. And you're like, can I pray before dinner? Which was like the sweetest thing ever and something that I've always wanted and haven't had in like a partner or a boyfriend. And then you're so innocent and saying like, I've never had a drink before. And then... It was just like, you were just too good to be true. I was like, how is any of this real? And so that I was trying to figure out your motive. Mistrust or not trusting. That's really interesting. That's not trusting That's myself. That's a really interesting thing. That like, that like your previous scars can, can then almost scare you away from exactly what it is you want. You know? Absolutely. And then I also remember thinking like, he's way too good for me. Like there's, there's no chance. I'm too scarred. With my adventure shorts and everything. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. So we had a fun night. And no, I didn't smile like the whole night because I was just like, who is this guy? I'm creeped out. I don't know what to do. Is he authentic? Is he real? Whatever. We ended the night at a burger joint. And just in casual Ooh, conversation, burger. the casual conversation, the girls were like, oh, so where are you guys staying tonight? And my <laughs> brother and I look at each other and we're like, actually, we don't have a place. We're just going to sleep in our car. Which is like, which, that was the life I was living. Which I literally is had like, one shirt in my closet. But knowing you now, I get that it was true. But knowing where I was back then, I was like, oh, here's his motive. That's so like, interesting to he's me. He's like, trying to come back to our place. Are there people out there that exist that are like that manipulative? Yes. And like stagey? I, like, yes. That, that freaks me out. That freaks I me out. I have met them. I've gone on dates with them. Yes. That like would construct. That's crazy to me. That's, I I have literally dated people before who like they know exactly what to say, how to say it to get exactly what they want, and it's terrifying. Hmm. But Not so he's that. like, oh, we're sleeping in our car, and then I trying to be a nice person, but also a dumb twenty year old. Which twenty year olds don't ever do this. I was like, do you guys want to stay at our apartment? No. 
you guys had a little powwow. You're like, oh, we gotta the girls gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you just But we it. had we had a second bedroom <laughs> and it was a two story apartment. We're like, okay, like we can sleep together and they can take the guest bedroom, whatever. But we felt kind of obligated, but again, we, no obligation was needed. Whatever. So we come back and we're like, you guys can stay at our apartment. And like without even a split second to think, they're like, okay, sure, thanks. <laughs> I was like, I don't think what? you were expecting us to say yes, but it was very nice of you. It was. I'm sorry for all the things in the past that have made us. Thank honestly, that's a pretty big move for you to invite a, a pretty much a stranger into the house. Yeah. But, Maybe uh, I had motives. I think A-A. I think I generally overtrust people. Yes. I don't feel like there's manipulative people out there. <laughs> I don't want to believe that there are. And you have had the experiences that have trained you to almost expect that. So. Uh, the moral of that embarrassing story is one, take your shot if you got it. <laughs> Learn that from your boy. Yes. Two, don't underage drink. Don't underage drink. You might potentially meet your spouse. And don't invite <laughs> random guys back to your apartment. Uh, no. Even but- though I do have to finish that story. It was so sweet. We walked back to the house. I slept in the upstairs bedroom with my friend, Shannon. We like locked the door and put like a chair in front of it because we weren't sure if you guys were axe murderers. You guys slept downstairs. Plot twist, we were. Okay. Uh. (laughs) You guys slept downstairs. And then by the time we woke up, which we woke up early too, it was like 6 a.m. You guys had like made the bed, cleaned everything up and then left. We had a whiteboard and it was like had so much fun. Would love um, to hike to the top of Runyon Canyon at sunset tonight we'll bring wine and i was like that's the sweetest thing ever that's the night i fell in love with you do you know that really we were going to bed even though i was such a and sean Sean literally was so cold and i was like (laughs) i'm done with this chick like i can't make her laugh i'm out (laughs) but i said one thing i think you remember what you said i think i was like can i uh read you a a uh what do you call it Bedtime story? A bedtime story, or can I sing you a lullaby like before we go to bed? Which is so cheesy. That's the best type of game I got right there. That's it. That is the peak. That's <laughs> I have zero game, by the way. But you I think you thought it was so dumb and ridiculous. You like kinda snuck a smile and I was like, Oh my that girl is beautiful. But Aww. I think one other takeaway that's interesting is like to realize there's a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. That can almost, that, like the context of where people have come from and how that affects where you are. That's pretty interesting because I don't even know. Yeah, it's that's crazy. And I, I mean, we've even had conversations after we were married about like how I acted when we were dating. And I mean, for another podcast, past really like bring baggage to new relationships and because of my baggage I true even though I knew you loved me and like wanted to marry me and had married me I remember during the engagement process feeling like my baggage made me like not good enough for you to marry even though I knew you wanted to it was weird it's just crazy how baggage can do that you're so much more complex than I am (laughs) Not really. I feel like that's a good place to stop. Yeah, let's take a break. Sean, do you remember when I proposed to you? How happy we were at that moment? And then the wedding planning started. 
<laughs> the one thing that sticks out the most is how stressful the whole process was. When we heard about one of our friends using Zola, we were both super jealous. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry, invites, and a guest list manager all in one place. Since hearing about them, I literally recommended Zola to all of my engaged friends. And did you know that they are the highest rated registry of all time? You can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon funds. Plus, beautiful, affordable invites and paper. They will even help you collect addresses and track online RSVPs with their free guest list manager. It's major. Zola has helped 1 million couples get married. They'll help you too. Go to Zola.com slash couple things today and use promo code SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get a free personalized paper sample before you purchase. That's 50% off save the dates at Zola.com slash couple things. Promo code SAVE50, S-A-V-E 50. Flipping the calendar creates endless possibilities. New and exciting opportunities are coming your way. You just have to be ready for them. And it all starts with earning your master's degree at Ashford University. It's a new year with new opportunities. Make this the year you advance your career by earning your master's degree. Get started today at Ashford University. I got my master's degree back in 2015 and I'm so grateful that I did. It's so convenient and it's also flexible and Ashford University's online master's degree programs allow you to learn at your own pace. Ashford University's six week long courses allow you to take one course at a time. Being enrolled in one class at Ashford means you are considered a full-time student. It's also fully accredited. Ashford University is accredited by WASC Senior College and University Commission. So get ready to grab new opportunities. Start your master's degree today. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu slash couple things. That's ashford.edu slash couple things to start your master's degree today. Ashford.edu slash couple things. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. Simply Safe really makes us feel safe in our home. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash couple things today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash couple things to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash couple things. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. You know how much Andrew and I love games. We have game nights once a week. When we travel, we love having games to play on the go. We are always competing against each other on Best Fiends. One of my favorite things is collecting tons of characters and strategically having to use them for each level. I love that on all levels, you can use five characters to try to unlock the puzzles. I love challenging myself to a fun puzzle each day. So try it out yourself and share your progress with us on social media. You can spend as much time or as little time as you want, but I love that Best Fiends is a challenging puzzle. 
It has a story and engages your brain. It's super fun and super easy. So go ahead and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Uh, okay, so that was like our first awkward, yeah. somewhat embarrassing encounter. Let me tell a follow-up embarrassing story that happened right after that. So I thought the first day went pretty well. Again, I was kind of hooked. I was like really, I was still interested. I, I, I was texting you after that. And um, for a short while, like a couple of days after, you would respond. And then slowly you stopped responding. And we talked about this on uh, Will Compton's podcast. But there came a time where I was texting Sean like seven or eight times consecutively <laughs> without her responding. For a period of like you ghosted me for nine months. Mm -hmm. You like didn't respond to me. I did. To the point where I was like, all right, this is the eighth text I've sent with no response. If, if I send this and she doesn't respond... It's over. I'm but done. But then I would respond. It's like, it was wild. That was wild. So that's embarrassing. Yeah. That's embarrassing. It is a little bit on your Does part, it but it's okay. Needy? It doesn't come off as needy. It I might just... come across like desperate a little bit, but it's also super sweet because you cared that much and you like endured that much <laughs> for me. You persevered, babe. When I saw you smile that night, I saw... I saw a girl that had, I felt like, been injured in the past and who didn't have anybody that loved her. And I was like, let's see if, let's see if I, can, I can help her out. So I was a challenge to you. <laughs> challenge accepted. Um, okay, so moving on to the next one. So I ghosted him for nine months. We kind of did this awkward back and forth texting thing where I just drug him along. And then I remember at one point, nine months later after that meeting in L.A., you were, again, sending seven or eight messages over the course of a few weeks and I hadn't responded. And you sent this long one and it caught my attention. I was like, whoa, he just sent me a book. Like, this is kind of weird. And I remember reading it and it was very sweet. It was like, I don't remember what the whole like text was, but I remember the text. end and it was like, Sean, if football has taught me anything, it's how to persevere. And... Then it went into this long text, which I'll have to find it. And at the very end, it was like, so let this be my last like attempt. If you would like, I would love if you would accompany me to. Yeah, he used that word to the CMA Fest Sweet here game, in Nashville. Dude. And similar to your story with t calling your dad, I called my mom and my mom is very Again, the same, like cautious, guarded, especially around guys for me. And like if I were to ever call her and say, can I fly across the country to meet a guy? She'd be like, you're out of your mind. And I remember calling her and I was like, here's the situation. Can I fly to Nashville? She was like, do it without even thinking. And I remember texting you back. I was like, OK, I'm coming to Nashville. This and then Andrew... <laughs> It's like, oh, crap, I got to get tickets to the CMA Fest. I did not have tickets. Uh, and then you stay, you're supposed to stay for like one night. You stayed for an entire week. Well, and then that was embarrassing because what I didn't you tell didn't you. You didn't have a place to stay. I, you didn't have a place to stay. I it know. all comes back around. I know. 
what I didn't tell Andrew going to Nashville is one, I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have any plans. I was like, I'm just going to book a ticket to Nashville. We'll figure it out. And then two, I was only going to stay for a night because after that, I was going to fly to Chicago where I was also set up on a blind date and then fly to L.A. where I was set up on a third blind date. I was like flying across the country for dates. I know my friend set it up, guys. Don't judge me. And so I arrived. I had my bag, all this stuff. And he's like, what hotel are you staying at? And I was like, uh, the Renaissance. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't have a hotel room. I haven't heard this. Wait, I thought you said that you said that you had a hotel room with some friends, but there's like thirteen in one room and you couldn't so fit. And... I knew of someone who was at the hotel, but it like I didn't really know her. <laughs> I just she said that I could leave my suitcase in her room. Wow. Yeah, it That's was a crazy. Lot. I it didn't know lot. that. I was like changing in the bathroom of the so hotel. We were we returned the favor. I, I asked my roommates. I, I was staying with three or four other guys. <laughs> yeah. We were all on air mattresses in this janky apartment. Yeah. We literally didn't, we had uh, one, no, we had lawn chairs in there. Yeah. Our TV, we had like a little you had a couch? 16 inch TV. Did we have a couch? You had a couch. We had a couch and lawn chairs, yeah. I remember. 16 inch TV sitting on a cardboard box mm-hmm. and we would literally and cook then chicken breasts on the, the a stove A big top. poster of <laughs> the beach palms. Naked girls. No, not naked, Sean. They were in thong bikinis, one and guy, the only thing that was showing was their butts. There was as one you walk guy in the door, who was into butts in our room? And you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's just one guy in the butts. Yeah. Anyway, none of the other guys were into butts. So Sean slept on the couch while while me and my four roommates were in our air mattresses. Yes. But uh, that was it's so funny when when you look back on like dating and love stories. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me sound like a psychopath looking back on it. Like if you just kind of give the situation (laughs) as they were without like the emotional context. Same. I feel really weird about myself right now. Oh, same. (laughs) (laughs) I feel terrible about myself. (laughs) Can we end this show? You did a great job. I don't know how. I will say. Every time I I hear that story, I'm like, how the heck did we end up together? Same. Are you kidding? I acted like a psychopath. Um, I will say though. So I stayed, I flew in that morning. You picked me up from the airport. We had this whole itinerary of stuff that we did. We went to the CMA Fest. He managed to get tickets. Oh, that was so stressful. In a suite, nonetheless, which was incredible. I pulled every string I had, (laughs) every single one. And then stayed one night. And the next morning, I canceled my flights to Chicago and LA. And I ended up staying for a week. And I remember thinking to myself after the first day, I, I had fallen in love with you. I was like, this guy is amazing. We had fun. So again, I don't know if any of that is embarrassing or just awkward. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the third one that I've written down here? Um, that one's pretty <laughs> private. I don't know if we've told that story. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so, so first date was LA. Second date was... Indianapolis third date was uh second date wasn't Indianapolis that was the second time I saw you was at the Indy 500 third second date was Nashville our first date was LA our second date was Nashville our third date was 
uh, I invited you to our lake house. Yes. And in, to meet your freaking parents. Again, this is wild. Like, yeah, we hit things pretty fast. Though. We did. We did. She comes to the lake house. She meets my brothers and sisters. We do this whole beekeeping thing. Yeah, we extracted honey from a hive, which is I'm more scared of bees than anything. Which, by the way, we just launched that. Yeah. If you guys want to check out Madison's Family Reserve, honey. it's the East Fam Honey. Uh, we'll leave a link. It's really good. But um, <laughs> we skinny dipped in the lake. I don't. I've never done that before, and my whole family was like, you know, a hundred yards away. Uh huh. Did we sneak out there in the morning or at night? Oh, at night. We went out there to look at the stars. Mm. Yeah. So skinny dipping. Okay, here's some advice. Do it in shallow water. I remember. <laughs> um, we were in lake um, water, and it was very, very deep, which made it very difficult because you had to, like, tread water. <laughs> yeah. Which is not fun. I remember that so vividly. That was funny. Um, Do you want to add anything else? Nope. I'm good there. <laughs> You? We basically almost drowned, guys. <laughs> yeah. Was a good time. So just skinny dip in shallow water. That's good story. Babe. All right. Good so story. while I'm at this, is, this is like really, I just feel like self-destructive. But when we got engaged, <laughs> the week before, actually. Okay. We go out to this ESPYs event. You're going to say, tell the story? What do you think? Yeah, do it. I just feel like it's already bad enough for me. Like, you know, listen to this episode out there. And if, if you like it, then welcome. If, if you you listen to it and you're like, Andrew's a psychopath. See you later. I, I actually totally understand that. Week before we get engaged. I feel like there's like a process that goes through your mind as you're in a serious relationship about to get married. It's like this whole journey you go on. So that's mm-hmm. what I was on just to set the context. I knew we were about to get engaged. There's a lot of things you think about and we go to this SB's red carpet. Everybody's all dolled up, dressed up. You know, we had a great time. Sean and I did. Keep Didn't going. we? Yeah, we had a great time. It was really fun. And at dinner afterwards, after this big event, you know, there's always like a lot of excitement and whatever. I'm in my mind thinking I'm sitting across from my future fiance. And I'm like, all right, how do I want I'm thinking about a relationship? I feel like if there's one thing that I want our relationship to be, it's honest and open, mm, mm-hmm. right? And so I was like, okay, well, I should tell her um, what I'm feeling. And so I told her, I was like, Sean, to be honest with you, look, we're in this relationship, we're in this really serious relationship. I see you as a girl I'm marrying. Um, but. I wanted you to know that today I would never act, never in a million years ever do anything, but I want you to know that there was like a couple ladies out there that I saw that were like just really beautiful and I've, I'm just going to leave it there. No, finish what you said, Andrew. I, I <laughs> thought that they were really hot. He said he was thinking about <laughs> sleeping with other girls. But I prefaced it. I set the whole th- scene. And I was like, I would never do this. I'm only telling you this because. Did you set the scene like that? I think it was just kind of like, babe, I just need you to know that I've been thinking about sleeping with other girls. 
And I was like, hmm. No. Okay. I didn't just throw it out there. I knew it was a I knew it was a weird thing to say. In retrospect, <laughs> I realized that like that's just a dumb thing to say. Yeah. I mean I get it. I get it. Like we've all like we're human. I get that. But I was just like, this is a really interesting for him to be telling me right now. And then he, hey, he hey, then he proposed the next week. I don't I don't like 2015 Andrew. So if you guys don't, I get that. But my intention was, just bear with me, was honestly to just tell you how I was feeling. I felt like it was really important for me to be open and honest. And now I realize that like there's just like the negative things uh, that we feel don't always need to be shared. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's a bad idea. That's the, that's the takeaway hmm, I have. Okay. That's a neck. What? No, I get it. I learned my lesson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Tell that story. Okay. Sean's sending me subliminal notes over here. <laughs> so say the only. This is a terrible thing for us to put out in the world. It is. This episode. This might get deleted later. Really? Yeah. Why? It's embarrassing. I think it's great. This is more embarrassing. I thought this was going to be a fun, embarrassing story. This is really embarrassing. No, it's amazing. Well, I'm getting ready to say this. Put it out there. Let's freaking go. Welcome to the podcast, fam. Kind of like Andrew saying he felt the need to share his thoughts. I felt the need to share. We were two years into dating. Two years. And this was just haunting me. Wow, I remember that too. I vividly remember haunting me. And I remember sitting Andrew down one day, and I was like, "I just have to tell you something." And he was like, "Okay." And I know I made you nervous with that, but I was like, "I have gone on dates." with one of your best friends not while we were dating like before we ever dated but i know that he has never told you and i have never told you and it never became anything and it was never like we knew it just wasn't going to work out and i remember him like even saying you need to like date andrew because i know he's interested in you and whatever but it haunted my soul and i thought for sure it was over i thought you're gonna break up with me for good when i told you but i told you you were so nervous about that i told you and you took it great but like it was a short conversation you ended up leaving and you're like i'll talk to you later and i remember distinctly it was like probably five hours later. It was like that afternoon. I get a text from Andrew saying, do you want to go paintballing with me and the Vanderbilt football team? And I was like, this is weird. Sure. Yeah, I'm down. Thinking like he's good. He's good with me. Like whatever. And I was like, when are we going? And he's like, no, I'll meet you there. I was like, okay. This is strange. Again. He texts me the address. No, this is 100% touche to you because you handled it in the best way. Like, guys, take notes because this is amazing. 
So he texts me the address. I show up. I'm like one of two girls there. One or three. One of three girls. And then it's the entire Vanderbilt team. They've already been there for like 15 minutes. So the time he told me to get there, I did. But I was 15 minutes late, technically. They had already split up the teams. And each team had a team captain. Well, Andrew was a team captain. And Andrew's best friend was team captain the guy that i had dated and andrew's like you're on his team and i was like huh okay okay this is awkward this is awkward but i wrote i rolled with it got suited up which we didn't wear protection of any kind i asked him what to wear and andrew's like wear shorts and a t-shirt i'd never been paintballing before so i did we go on to play the game and all I can say is I've never been so bruised in my entire life. Just lit up because there was a sniper from the other team shooting me up the entire game. And that was my boyfriend. All right. Which was yeah. amazing. At the end of the game, I was like, you know what, Andrew? Touche. Touche. I just feel like there's some things that you read into. Maybe I subconsciously did that. That was for sure. Subconscious. <laughs> you, to give you guys a timeline. Remember when we went on that first date and then she ghosted me for nine months and I would text her all the time? It was within that nine months. That she went on dates with this teammate of mine. Teammate. Didn't know anything about it. She was... You were dating a teammate of mine while we had gone on a date. I was like so confused. I know. I made poor decisions and I regretted them. Here's what I'll say. I just feel like there's important. I, I feel like there's important things to get caught up on. That's that was not one of them for me, but mm-hmm. I do appreciate take away from this one. Um, the the serious attitude that you had about it, like the gravity that you gave to that situation and sharing that information with you. One, I appreciate you being honest with me, and I really I appreciated it at the time. But to, if you had, if you would have gone about it super lightheartedly, I don't think I would have responded yeah. as casual as I, as I did. But because I saw that you realized that it could offend me, it just made me able to digest it a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I feel like having the appropriate tone of apology, I guess, is important. Yeah. That's I will takeaway. say morals and takeaways for this is like, relationships can be hot messes yeah and not smooth but it's okay we did things rough yeah that was rough right this last (laughs) 45 minutes was rough for me to just recite i think it's beautiful because it used to be a cute story now it's embarrassing it's not because i've said this before like I think if you had been Rico Suave, it wouldn't have worked out for us. I needed someone who truly showed me what was important. And because I was around people that were so materialistic and caught up in the wrong things of life, you brought me back down to earth and did everything exactly how it should have been done for us to start a relationship together. That's crazy. Overall, that's how you find your husband. <laughs> no, nah, I feel like we were just who we were and we didn't try to force anything and we made mistakes, but we forgave each other 
and we forgave ourselves. I will say that stuck at it. That does happen a lot. And that's something we talked about very early on in our relationship is we both had come from relationships where we changed a lot of ourselves thinking that that's what you do in order to make a relationship work. And neither of us, well, both of us got tired of that. And neither of us then believed in it. And we said from day one that we are just going to be ourselves. And if we fell in love with that person, yeah, then we are going to make it work. Yeah. But don't change yourself and become someone you're not just because you want to stay with someone. Yeah. God made every single one of you super cool, super unique, and uh, super important. So don't downplay that. You're going to say dumb things, even if you're being honest with yourself. And just like I said the dumb thing, trying to be honest in the SB situation. I appreciate uh, the honesty. Wow. I feel like it's had a good tone. But, well, that was brutal. We're all going to be dumb. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to say things that we mean, but mean it in a different way. Just don't expect a perfect relationship. Don't expect people and human beings to be perfect because we're not open your hearts to the intention behind it here's here's how i'm gonna feel good walking away from this conversation because I, I was literally just in a bad spot <laughs> it's cool to think that we have each grown so much absolutely from those embarrassing situations and people that we used to be i don't and regret that is the power of marriage i feel like absolutely i don't regret any of it have have we both done things that like I would want to teach Drew not to do. Yes. But it's in those mistakes and those bad decisions and those embarrassing stories that you learn who you are and who your heart is and who you need in life. And you learn to be a better human being, I think. Yeah. As painful as it can be. Yeah. So I feel good. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how I've grown as a man. Me too, uh, baby. I'm happy with who I've how I've grown as a woman. We hadn't shared a lot of those stories in such detail. <laughs> and that's, Mom and Dad, that's, the beauty of, that's the beauty of a longer, uh, longer show. If you guys enjoyed this show, uh, thank you for, for listening. We'd love to hear your own embarrassing stories that you might have had with your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, uh, significant other. Please share those with us, whether it's on Instagram, in the, in in the, the show notes, yeah, in the yeah. reviews. Also, guys, if you have any video ideas or videos about topics or stories, personal things you want us to hear or talk about on the show, please email them to couplethingspod at gmail.com. That's couplethingspod at gmail.com. If you guys haven't, please hit the subscribe button for more shows like this. Uh, again, we are getting into the interview portion of the season, if you will, and we have some fun guests lined up. Uh, give the show a rating, subscribe to it, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for thanks for tuning in to the East Fam Talks. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? 
We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.